This episode of Now This Is Lit is brought to you by Audible. Check the link in the description to get your first Star Wars audiobook free. Everyone loves free things. Click that link. Do it. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. You're listening to Now This Is Lit, a podcast about Star Wars books, the people who make them, and the readers who just can't get enough of them. I'm your host, Meg Dowell. I use she, her pronouns. And earlier this year, we published an episode about our reading resolutions, specifically our Star Wars reading resolutions for the year of 2023. It's a little over halfway through the year, and I thought, why not meet up again? and talk about how our progress on those Star Wars reading goals is going. We're between seasons. I felt like podcasting, and I have a guest close by who's always willing to join me for a chat about books. So, Devor from Allergy Review of the Force is here again for the fourth time. I hope you enjoy our conversation. I did. So how does it feel to be... For the first time ever, a podcast producer. It feels pretty nice. You, I haven't really, we've done some stuff, but like, we haven't really like utilized your producer role yet, but yeah. it's still exciting. Um, you officially are coming on as the producer uh, in season two. Uh, season two, technically. Still has not started yet, but... um. We're, we're getting there. We're getting close. We're going to have to get close because <laughs> suddenly I have a lot of episodes uh, that I would like to uh, record and get out to all of you because it's important to me and I know to you if you're listening. So Yeah, there's some good things cooking. Like, a lot of things in progress, a lot of ideas getting bounced around. There, yeah. Uh, we did a lot of, we've done a lot of planning. Um, there's been some talk. Um one-sided mostly of uh moving the show to every other week instead of weekly um i i am being encouraged i i i don't i don't like it um there's a lot i want to do and like every other week seems like it's coming from a good place correct my producer is recommending for for the sake of my well-being but uh i don't think We'll see. Obviously, I'll keep you updated on what that's going to be like. This is your fourth time on the show. <laughs> oh man, that's true. <laughs> you, you did the Q, We did a Q and A last year. Yes. Then we did the episode that we're returned. That we're. It's a continuation of that episode, basically, which is the reading resolutions. Right after that, you were on for um, the Lost Stars. Yep. Uh, discussion, and now here we are again. It's a little bit over halfway through the year, but we're still going to do like a, a mid-year check-in in terms of like our reading resolutions. If you haven't listened to that episode, I just looked it up. It's episode 16, where we talk about um, the our Star Wars, basically our Star Wars reading uh, goals for the year. Um, you know, sometimes it's important to challenge yourself and kind of like um, uh, go outside of like what you normally read and like maybe go beyond just reading new releases or you know try canon if you haven't tried legends things like that it's important to uh try new things um which we both sort of set out to do this year so uh i figured we could start with both um saying what our resolutions were 
like I go and then you go and then we go into talking about like each one individually, how we're doing, um, what we thought about it, why we haven't gotten to certain things. Does that sound good to you? Yeah, I'm game. Let's do it. Cool. So mine, um, my resolutions were I wanted to listen to the Ahsoka book. I wanted to reread Aired the Jedi for, for reasons. For an episode or series of episode, episodes I have planned. Okay. Here's a correction on a mistake I made on the last episode when we recorded um, about this. I wanted to read the Fate of the Jedi series. I said Legacy of the Force. That's a whole other series. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same series at all. Uh, different characters. Well, there are a shared characters, but it's not the same series. So it's Fate of the Jedi. That's the series that are nine books set many years after uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, that's the series I meant. I said the wrong one and I didn't catch it. Um, I don't know if I even caught it in the edit. Um, but it's Fate of the Jedi. That's the one I meant. And um, the other one was I wanted to read more comics um, because I'm very behind on doing that. And so that those are the things I set out to do this year, and we're about uh, halfway through, and we're going to talk about um, how that went, yeah. or how it's going, I guess. All right, so I'm, I'm announcing mine yeah. also now. So I had also four resolutions that I can remember. <laughs> I think it was. I really think it was just four. I don't think I had more I, than that. I think so. Yeah. So the four resolutions that I had was I wanted to catch up on the High Republic. Chiefly at the time I was referring to phase two, because I at the time that we recorded, I'd done phase one, but we were some part ways through phase two, and I was behind on a couple books, and so I wanted to, you know, catch up to and try to keep up with phase two. So that was one of the resolutions. I also had a read more comics, get more into the comics resolution. I had a resolution of wanting to read more legends which was a continuation of, you know, something that had been started last year when I was getting to some of the uh, the Essential Legends collection books. I wanted to keep going with that. So, you know, deepen my my proficiency with the Legends universe. And then the fourth one was to, also a revisit, was to revisit the Aftermath trilogy, mm. which I have dunked on on every single episode that i've been on on the show here we are again <laughs> so and it won't be the last time so yeah those were my four resolutions for 2023 all right so uh, how we kind of did it on the last episode was you kind of switched back and forth so you talked about one of yours i talked about one of mine some of ours are kind of related so we can kind of like bounce off of each other there but we can i'll, I'll start with like my first one um which is i wanted to listen to the Ahsoka audiobook um, because I knew it was very good having not listened to it, but I'd been told um, every time I mentioned, I never read the, I never listened to the Ahsoka book. Uh, I got some judgment on that because how dare I never have. Um, it was in our audible already. It's a relatively short listen um, because it's a short book because it's YA, et cetera, et cetera. So, I thought I would listen to that, and I did. And I will tell you, because I'd read this book several times before, so like, you know, you know the story, you know how it ends, things like that. I listen to audiobooks very fast. 
so it did not take me very long to get through this one. An afternoon or less of cleaning on like a Sunday afternoon. I listened to this audiobook while uh while I was doing that and uh, fantastic as I knew it would be. Um I put it off just because like it it feels like this is hilarious because like a lot of my resolutions actually involve rereading and um the reason I I held off on this one for so long is because like I feel like I don't have time to reread books. Um there's a lot of Star Wars books, you know. So like if I've already read one, why put the time into rereading it when I could uh, read one I haven't read yet? Um but I did and I have no regrets. Um I'll talk about it more probably uh at some point somewhere. Um <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of episodes in my head that we haven't done yet, but um yeah, I Ashley did a fantastic job as I knew that she would and everyone's right. And I'm sorry that it took me so long, but I did it. Um, yay me. Good job. Thank you for finally doing it. I'm sorry. I know that it was just weighing so heavily on you all the time. Um, that weight has been lifted from your shoulders. I'm happy for you. Yeah, it is a really good audiobook. I mean... You know, there's, of course, just the factor of, yeah, the Ashley Eckstein of it all, getting, you know, the voice of Ahsoka, animated Ahsoka. I guess now we have to make the distinction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh. You know, having her reading the story about Ahsoka and just also, you know, in terms of the, you know, we've had this conversation, you and I, off mic, where you're talking about Star Wars audiobooks and about the fact of, like, you know, you you have your sort of regular readers of them, like particularly like your Mark Thompson, you know, who do a lot of the books. Mm-hmm. And like he and again, the, the sort of recurring people, you know, do a really good job like these audiobooks are. I'm sure you're going to at some point do a whole episode just sort of about the world of you know Star Wars audiobooks. They do such a good job in terms of making these kind of pr- a production uh, from like the music, the characters and all of that. But also, like, it's good when you get these people who kind of do one-offs, mm-hmm. who do, like, particular books, who might have a particular resonance for them. Like, yeah. there, there's a little bit of an extra special quality. There's, you know, as we just talked about with the Ahsoka novel, Ashley Eckstein, you know, another I mentioned is the the audiobook for Ronin mm-hmm. that is done by Joel De La Fuente. Like, that's a really good audiobook. So, again, that experience of, like, different voices in something like in a literal sense different voices but also different voices from a kind of performative perspective i think is really great to have and fun fact um because i don't know i don't know how many people know this um ashley exxon has actually narrated another audiobook by ek johnston like she wrote the book and then ashley exxon narrated the audiobook the name of that book is escaping me but number one it's a good book um and number two, Ashley does does a great job um, with narrating books in general. I don't, I can't tell you off the top of my head if she's done many more than that. Um, also, not the only Star Wars uh, actor who narrates audiobooks. Uh, so I should do an episode about that or incorporate that into some discussion at some point because that's really interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who are the other people? Does uh, uh, Cat Tabor right? Does she does some of the Padme books. She one does, of them? Um, and uh, Daisy Ridley has also. Yes. I, I I happened to stumble upon like I I wanted to read a book and I did not know that she narrated the audiobook and then the book started and, she, and it was like narrated by Daisy Ridley and I was like what? <laughs> 
she did a great job. Anyway, <laughs> um, audiobooks are great. We, we are going to do an episode all about those um, at some point um, because I, I am a big fan of audiobooks in general. Um, that's how most of my books are consumed these days because life is busy. Um, and like I mentioned, you can clean and listen at the same time, but that's not why we're doing this episode right now. Uh, why don't you talk about your uh, first uh, thing? Yeah. Okay. So first resolution I mentioned, which was catch up on the High Republic, i.e. High Republic Phase 2. Mm-hmm. I have done that. Hey. I have read all of the books. I pretty much got to a point where I was fully caught up in the sense of like Path of Vengeance came out and then I was able to read it. Like not right when it came out, mm-hmm. but like very shortly afterwards. Yeah. Like from a standpoint of like not being you know months behind or whatever, right. so yeah, I have caught up on all the books, made it all the way through phase two, loved phase two. It was, yeah, it it was just such a. I mean, it was it was a challenge because just the pace of phase two right, publishing right. was at such a fever pitch. Like you were having books coming out like almost every month, right? So like that made it a challenge, and then that's really one of the you know sighs of relief that I breathed when. They did the higher public panel at Celebration mm-hmm. and announced Phase 3 and announced the much more spread out schedule. Yeah. Because I think that's going to be really good because, you know, like that was one of the things about like Phase 2 is that like Phase 2 was like, it was like such a home run and all of the books are just like on such a high caliber. But each book and by extension, each author had relatively so little time in the spotlight. Yeah. Like a book comes out and then it's like four weeks later. We're moving on to the next book. Right. So it'll be good for both the reader standpoint that people have more time to read these books and they don't feel like they're falling behind and they don't feel like, you know, because there's always that worry about like that it starts to feel like ho- like doing homework to like right. keep up with things. Exactly. And then also it'll be good from the perspective of the authors that they get a little bit more time in the limelight. Right. And can be, you know, celebrated for their achievement and all that. Right. So... Right. And it'll also be, I feel like, easier to then keep up with the comics because like individually, um, as we'll talk about, comics, like comic issues do not take very long to get through. But, you know, when there's a lot of other content happening, like when you have to read a whole book and there's another one coming out, it feel can feel like too much. And so the spacing out um, of the releases moving forward will really, I think, help a lot of other people um, feel less overwhelmed and allow maybe more people to, uh, keep up and, you know, maybe even allow for more revisiting because like one, something I wish I could do that I will not have time to do is revisit phase one of the higher public before phase three comes out. I can't, there, there's no, there's not enough time now. It's already August. Um, and that's a lot of books and comics haven't even read the comics. Um, that's a lot of stuff in September, August and September, to do before um, October, not to mention uh, Tales of Light and Life, which is the short story anthology set in the higher public that's coming out in th- at the beginning of September. So, um, yeah, so there's not time. So, but there may be time to do more revisiting. Like if you're a person who wants to revisit all of the higher public before like the last stories come out in 2025, <laughs> um, you might have time to do that. So, I think it's a good choice. Um, I think everyone is going to be better off for it. But like you said, especially the authors who might get 
a little bit more time to um, be celebrated before everyone immediately just moves on to the next thing. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, as someone who promotes the books, it's also hard to be like, hey, you did a great job on this book. I want to talk about it forever. But then immediately I have to turn around because normally how it works is, you know, you're celebrating the release, but you might already actually have the next book that's going to come out next. And you have to immediately start reading that, talking about that, promoting that. So it'll be better for everybody, um, including the people actually working on the books, because I'm sorry that you, I mean, like working on books is a lot. There are a lot of people are involved, but for every individual person, it's a lot. So um, hopefully this will be uh, a good thing all around. <laughs> um, so I will talk about um, one of my other goals, which is reading the Fate of the Jedi series. Not Legacy of the Force. I have read some of those. I don't actually know off the top of my head how many of those there are, but it's not. Fate of the Jedi is nine books. I know this because I have all of them. Um, and I'm happy to report that due to the wonderful institution that is the New York Public Library, <laughs> I have been able to read the first... I've been able to listen to... Listening to a book still counts as reading, but I've been able to listen to the audiobooks, which also exist for Legends, which is less common. Um, I've been able to listen to the first three books in the series. I'd read the first one already, but it had been a while, so I wanted to revisit that one before I started reading more of them. First three are done, so I'm like um, a third of the way through the series. Will I finish it by the end of the year? I don't know. We're just going to have to tune in later to find out. But um, so far, really liking it. Um, you know, I, I read some legends when I was younger um, and in my past, just Star Wars reading, but not like all of them. So I definitely, it's not really a nostalgia thing for me as much as like, I just am curious about um, where these stories go because it's a very different story than what we got in sequels, which is not a bad thing. Um, it's very different, obviously, than what we have gotten in canon. Um, and it's interesting to me to see what the direction of all those stories were because we're like decades past Return of the Jedi at the point of these stories. Um, you know, the, the children of, you know, the Solos and the Skywalkers are like coming of age and all that. And it's really interesting. I like it a lot. Um, I'll have more to say about it, you know, later, but um, really happy that I'm finally also reading books that have been on my TBR for so long and reading, I'm very close to, I'm getting closer every time I read one of these books to having read all the Star Wars books on my shelf. So that's a thing I would like to be able to say that I have done. So we're getting there. Um, once they, um, um, once I uh, have access to <laughs> those library books again, we'll be able to finish it pretty fast because, you know, audiobooks. Audiobooks yeah. are pretty great. That's all my Star Wars media consumption, like book consumption, mm. happens through audiobooks. Because yeah. otherwise, like, I would not be caught up on High Republic right now. Let me tell you, if yeah. I had to sit down and read all of them. Well, and like, that's the only reason you didn't read Path of Vengeance sooner is because the audiobook was delayed. Exactly. So. Yes. You got through that audiobook so fast. I did. I think it took about four days. That's like, I think that's almost a record for you. Yeah. 
All right, so my, my, my second resolution or resolution number two was consume more comics. You know, on our original episode, you know, we were talking about and I've sort of talked about the just the intimidation factor when it comes to Star Wars comics. The, there's so many of them and it's hard to know where to start, how to dive in and all that. And so I have I have started doing a little bit of, you know, diving in, you know, going to the kiddie pool, I guess, if you will, to, to keep with the metaphor. And so I decided to get into the High Republic comics mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of reasons. One is I was just getting off of having done Phase 2, and so I was already in the mindset and the time period and the characters and all that. Yeah. And then also in terms of, you know, as I was talking about, with like, knowing what's a good starting point. Like, with High Republic, it's very easy because it, it, it's, it, it's its own kind of self-contained time period. Right. You don't have what... With well, like a lot of comics that are happening now, particularly that are set in the OT, of like you have overlapping storylines and things like that, right. and so it's like you you can't understand the one without the other. It's like High Republic is just it's just the High Republic comics, and so you could do that very easily. And so yeah, I've read a bunch of them. I've gotten through almost all of the Phase One comics. You know, the, the main line, the High Republic adventure, Eye mm-hmm. of the Storm. The only one that I'm missing is that the Monster Temple Peak one that I need to somehow track down digitally. Yeah. So I did that uh, and really enjoyed reading the comics. Like, it was a lot of fun. Like, as you were alluding to earlier on in the episodes, like, it's intimidating in a lot of cases from the standpoint of, like, there's a whole bunch of it. And it's like, you know, you look yeah. at, like, a Dr. Afrin's, like, 34, you know, like, issue 34. And you're like, oh, my God, yeah. you know. But, like, in reality, you can just knock out all of these right. fairly quickly if you just sit down to read them. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, also have done the High Republic manga, the, uh, yeah. the Edge of Balance manga. Yeah. And so, like, th- that's an example. Like, I did all three Edge of Balance in one afternoon. I just yeah. sat down and read them. One right after the other. And so that was really great because... Like, particularly for Phase 1, I feel like... I mean, I'll have a different perspective because I haven't yet done the Phase 2 comics because those are mm-hmm. a little bit harder. They haven't started doing the, like, the bound volumes. Like, the it, like yeah. the kind of the, the collections. I never know right. what those are called. The ones that, like, aren't omnibuses. Uh, trade paper... Yeah, the trade... Uh, something like that. Trade paperbacks? Yeah. I believe. And so I haven't yet quite started on Phase 2 yet. But in terms of the Phase 1... There's a lot of layers that get added on to the phase one story that you're familiar with just from the books. Mm-hmm. And particularly by the time you get to Fallen Star, Fallen the Star, it's premising a lot on you knowing what happened in the comics, particularly with yeah. the, like the Avar Chris of it all. Right. And so it really helps in that way. And then also, I think one of the things that was great for me was seeing, because I mentioned like get it, having gotten off of reading the phase two books mm-hmm. is there is so much phase two in the phase one comics. And I mean, I already yeah. know this from like, for example, I know having heard from Brandon, my Clashing Sabres co-host, mm-hmm. who's gone back and been reading some of the phase one books, like he was talking about like, going back to Light of the Jedi and being like, there's all this phase two stuff that they're alluding to in there that you can now see. Yeah. And like I like reading the phase one comics, it's like there's all like phase two's everywhere in the comics. Yeah. And of course, like you couldn't know that at the time. Right, right. And so 
I'm just like really eager for the iterative experience of once we get phase three and then looking back at, you know, phase two or even going back to phase one and being like, mm -hmm. oh my God, here's all the phase three stuff that's yeah. happening in the phase one storyline that we're, we weren't aware of. Right. So like, that's been a lot of fun, yeah. it, like getting to see those connections there. Right. I think High Republic is going to be quite unique and magical in that way where it may have this effect where it's great to read through it the first time, but then um, there's a word for this. It's not coming to me right now, but there is like, there will be great value in going back to it and revisiting it again, knowing what you know now. Um, yeah. I mean, like that, that that's a big part of Star Wars, which is Star Wars has always had that kind of iterative quality Yeah, where new media ads on things that come before mm -hmm. so like you know you watch a new hope now and it's like you know you fought in the clone wars hits different now right. leia's hologram hits different now oh, yeah. and all that stuff mm -hmm. but not quite to the same not quite in the same way right because in the sense of like you know when you know when george is making a new hope like he didn't have ahsoka <laughs> like, like like the clone wars right. tv show right, was not right. in his mind versus with high republic there's a much greater level of intentionality in yeah. that where they are deliberately seeding things. Yeah. And I mean, like the higher public authors have talked about that. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, I, I know off the top of my mind, like Charles Soule and Kevin Scott have both talked about like, Oh, like you will, like when it is all done, you will be able to go back to the beginning and you will see all of this stuff. Yeah. That's it. That'll be a really interesting episode to do. Yeah. It's like all the things you missed in you know, earlier phases or what it, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, I was really kind of impressed at like how you kind of just like dove in and you're like, I want to read more comics and like you did it. Um, and that's without like, you didn't even like start with like, oh, you start with some more Vader stuff or um, things that may be quote unquote like easier um, in some ways because it's your favorite character or whatever. But um, High Republic was a good place to start. And uh, I... Let's just get into the fact that I have not um, read any comics this year uh, that I can remember. Um, that will change, though, I think, because the uh, the Dark Droids series, the whole event thing, yeah. just started this um, this past week as a recording, and I really want to like get in on it um, because it's one of those where it's a huge crossover event with all the Marvel Star Wars. Um, ongoing comics so it's like you have the dark droids like mainline miniseries or issues and then it's like it, it goes into darth vader and dr afra and the star wars mainline comic and i really like i didn't keep up with the war of the bounty hunters when i started and i kind of fell off of it so i really want to try if i can um to kind of keep up with it and see how it goes um but at as it stands as we're recording really wanted to do more comics this year and just like, just haven't been able to get into it. It's been, time has been weird. Um, life has been a lot, but I really hope that I can. And I, I don't have a lot more to say as an update on that particular, um, um, resolution, but yeah, like you just really like dove in and I hope that you can keep doing that. Um, you know, I hope that you can, I'm still working on, that um, getting started with comics episode because I want it, you want it. I'm sure a lot of people listening probably want it and are interested. So uh, I'll, I'll have that for you at some point. I can't make any promises of when, but um, 
Yeah. Yeah. My, my real hope is that once phase three launches that I can be able to keep up with yeah. the phase three comics as they're coming yeah. up. I don't know if that's going to happen because I will, I still will have to play catch up with the phase two. Right. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to really do that. But again, going back to the more protracted release calendar that yeah. may allow it to be possible. Right. Um, we do, do we, we have the phase two, one of the phase two comics, right? I think so. I one of them is on Hoopla, on oh, the okay. platform that we get. I think okay. they have the first issue, volume thing, whatever. Okay. They haven't released a lot of the. Uh, yeah. Most of them are still just only available as individual issue comics. Right. right. Yeah. Um. Because you could try, because Phase Three comics, I believe, don't begin until like December. Yeah. Um. So you have some time if you wanted to really push yourself to try to get through phase two stuff so that you could potentially start phase three comics and keep up with them. Um, maybe. I guess we'll see. And I guess we'll, uh, we'll keep you updated on that um, at the end of the year. Exactly. <sighs> um, yeah. Right. Yeah, you, you technically talked about one of your... Yeah, so does, is I it did. back to me then? Uh, yeah. All right. So resolution number three is... More Legends, you know, deepening, again, my repertoire in Legends. I have done a little bit of that, like not a ton of it. Hopefully we'll get to do a little bit more, you know, over the course of, you know, the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. At the moment, time we're recording this, I'm doing a little bit of non-Star Wars reading. Mm -hmm. So I'm mean, kind of taking advantage of the, the lull that we have had in publishing and the yeah. kind of, you know, the summer break that you get to kind of explore some non-star stuff because you know you got to have some variety yeah. in your reading you got to consume different types of things yeah. but yeah for the remaining months can weave it in in between the new releases so i've only really been able to do one legends book up to this point mm -hmm. in this year and that was listening to one of the relatively newer entrants i don't know if it was in the most recent way but relatively newer entrance mm -hmm. which is dawn of the jedi into the void mm -hmm. <laughs> so my my approach to Star Wars media, the, the perspective that I always try to take and to adapt, mm -hmm. you know, when I'm, you know, just, again, as a kind of Star Wars consumer of anything, the movies, TV shows, books, comics, whatever it may be, is I really try to go with the attitude of, like, you know, judging things based on, like, things, like, that work for you versus, like, things that not, that don't work for you versus saying, like, this thing was bad, right, right, you know, right. like, like really just trying to go with the attitude of like, like sometimes with Star Wars media, like I, you know, I use the comparison of like the Star Wars buffet. It's like, it's like right. you walk into a buffet, like there will be food there that you will like that you're in the mood for that suits your, your palate, your diet that you're on or whatever. And there will be things that are not. Right. And like, just because something doesn't suit you, like, doesn't mean that it's not good you know, from a kind of quality standpoint. Like right. I always try to kind of approach things with that attitude because there's definitely Star Wars media that is like that for me. Like I will give like, you know, the example from something like from more recent canon, it's like Alphabet Squadron trilogy. Like, like undeniably, those books are well-written, really good, really compelling, but like mm -hmm. I'm not a Starfighter person. Yeah, right. So like I read those books and I'm like, I'm not jiving with this, yeah. but I get like why people who are in that fandom celebrate those books as they're really good right, right. and they as well they should yeah. so like i always try to approach that attitude of like separating stars like that as opposed to, to, to approach things with the attitude of like 
this is not for me. This doesn't work. As opposed to saying like, this is bad. Yeah. Dawn of the Jedi into the void really tested my faith. Aww. It really, there were many points where A, I wanted to stop reading. Mm -hmm. And also B, you wanted to just be like, this is bad. Mm -hmm. That like, <laughs> this is not a this is not a situation where oh this doesn't resonate with me like this is just not good mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a slog to get through mm -hmm. and it was not even that long of a book yeah i mean you'll get there i mean that's the thing about star wars books is it's a spectrum some of them are really really good some of them uh are more forgettable and that that's just you know that's how just books are in general there yeah. are a lot of books the same way there are a lot of star wars books there are a lot of books in general not all of them can be great um so yeah i mean i, I the reason i picked this book and went into it was because i was drawn in with the premise of like that this book was i mean was and still is in terms of star wars telling both canon legends i think the earliest chronological star wars right. story we've got and so i was intrigued by like okay you get this like jedi that's like pre like it's pre-old republic it's you know tens of thousands of years in the past and so you get like a totally different point of view and perspective on like what the galaxy is like what the jedi were like so that was sort of my in of like wanting to figure that out and like it just didn't land with yeah. me uh, like i was reading like none of this is like catching me or resonating with me no. at all i think it was almost like it was almost like, one of like it just feels too different right and like it borderline does not feel like star wars yeah it very easily could have not been a star wars book and yes yeah it would have been yeah but you tried yeah uh, you tried and that's that matters you know and there are some more essential legends books coming out this month that i forgot about <laughs> that you know i'm excited about but i forgot i gotta pre-order them hey uh <laughs> so yeah uh you'll have more opportunities to maybe read some more um there there's a lot to choose from you know and I think uh, I think you'll get there. I think there is still a little bit of time. We're running out of time because more Star Wars books are about to come out at the end of this month, beginning of September, October. Um, our our lull is almost almost over. So, but you can do it, um, especially if there are audiobooks. Yes, <laughs> I, I believe in you. Um, you know, I also wanted to explore more legends this year, and uh, I'm doing that um, both with the Fate of the Jedi and the Essential Legends collections and. Um, buying some more legends books too uh thanks to um some uh local independent bookstores who i now really really love um so yeah i'm acquiring more legends books i'm gonna read them at some point um i'm excited but i again like i kind of mentioned when i was talking about fade the jedi um i'm gonna keep saying the name of it so i don't get it wrong again um Legends is very interesting to me. It just because it's it's still Star Wars, but it's just it's almost you can treat it like as a different timeline. And so like almost in that vein of like Ronin, where it's like it's not canon, but it's still really, really good. Um so it's just a Star Wars story and it doesn't matter if it's canon or not. Um I kinda like it. I think I like Legends a little bit more than I would have if they were it was just Legends, which would just be the expanded universe, I guess. Um because of that, because like you have the canon novels, which I've read all of them at this point because I'm caught up. I kind of have to be at this point. So 
Um, it'd be really funny if that wasn't the case. If like there's like one canon book that I've completely forgotten about that I just don't have and have never read. I don't think that's true. I think someone would have told me by now. But um, I want to keep doing legends. I want to keep. I would really like to get in, get into some of the legends comics, but uh, that's probably not going to happen. There's just there's there's a lot of time, but not only so much at the same at the same time. Um, that was another one of mine. So you can. Go ahead right. with your, yeah. Okay, my, my last one, my resolution number four was to revisit the Aftermath trilogy mm-hmm. written by one Chuck Wendig. And I have done that. Uh, uh, on this second time, on my revisit, unlike the first time, I listened to the Aftermath trilogy mm-hmm. instead of reading the physical copy, which yeah. is what I did the first time. And that is all that I will tell you about that. Yeah. Because we have something planned regarding the aftermath trilogy and i'm gonna save all of my thoughts for for that conversation you just don't want to tell me how much you still don't like them (laughs) i'm not going to tell you anything about my feelings one way or the positive or negative neutral what have you yeah and and that's gonna be it's a new kind of um episode format that i'm working on and it's not going to be us talking about a book that's not good or that we didn't like. The whole point of it is, um, as I'll talk about more with my final resolution, um, is taking a book that you had mixed, maybe we'll say mixed feelings about the first time you read it. Um, and then, and now coming back to it, um, reflecting on what your thoughts were then where you were in your life, then maybe what was going on that may have influenced, um, your thoughts on that book or multiple books, I guess. And then reading it again and coming back and talking about it, talking about uh, what did you think now? What are some things maybe you would have noticed or gotten out of it before that you maybe didn't the first time? Um, Maybe did you consume the book in a different format? Did you now listen to it as opposed to reading it? Did that change what you thought about it? So that's kind of what we're working on. And that's the reason why. For some reason, I have decided and forgot that I decided, but then remembered when I was preparing for this episode is that I wanted to reread heir to the Jedi, um, which is a Canon book that I will just say did not have nice things to say about the first time I read it. Um, but I'm going to, um, I'm going to be my own Guinea pig for this and I'm going to, uh, uh, reread it very away after the first time that I did and see if my perspective changes, see like what, um, what I think about it now. And, uh, maybe, maybe talk myself into, uh, giving it higher rating than I may have before. Um, I have not gotten to it yet. It is, I did loan it out from my library <laughs> for which I still have a, a valid card. Um, and so I'm going to listen to it this time. We're going to see. Um, and then I will, I'll record maybe like a, uh, I'll say a, a pilot episode for that format and we'll see how it goes. Um, the, again, the point is not to completely change your mind. Um, because as I like to say, it's okay to not like every star Wars book. Um, that's fair. Uh, star Wars books are for everyone. That does not mean every book needs to be for every person or that you're going to like every book that you read. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think there is, it is fair when consuming art to be critical, um, for personal reasons, um, you know, there, there should be lines and limits, things like that. But, 
it's fair to, you know, talk about what maybe didn't work for you in a story. Um, so I'm going to revisit that book. We're going to revisit Aftermath um, and we'll see how those go. And if you end up liking those episodes, if they end up working out, if it ends up being uh, not, you know, an hour straight of um, us talking about how much we still don't like books, um, we'll keep doing it. So we'll see. Uh, so that's where we're at with that for now. Um, we're doing great. Yeah. We're doing really great. Um, it would have been so easy this year, especially considering how this year has gone for both of us personally. Um, everything's fine. Uh, it would have been really easy to just like keep up with the new releases and just like not venture beyond that. But we're kind of like going, you know, beyond that and really like challenging ourselves to like, like you sat down that one day and just like blew through so many comics, but you loved every single minute of it. I really that was did. fun to watch because I was yeah. right next to you reading my own stuff. Um, it's really fun to like watch someone like get into reading something that they really, really enjoy. Um, yeah. So it, you know, we're a little bit over halfway through the year, but um, there's still plenty of year to go. And there's so much more Star Wars books happening. Um, you know, we've had a little, I'll say it's kind of like we've had a little bit of a break. We didn't get anything in June. We got Inquisitor or Rise of the Red Blade in July, but most of August, you know, other than the Essential Legends collection books, we're not getting much until uh, the very end. I was getting there. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Until the very end. Next book that is coming out is um, from a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi. And I cannot wait to talk about that book, um, you know, and it's going to be a really fun experience. I haven't started reading it yet, but that's coming very soon. And um, so we'll have that. We'll have Tales of Light and Life. That's the name of the book, right? Yes. I, it took me forever to finally get the exact name of that book, right? Um, so that's the short story anthology that takes place throughout the different phases of the High Republic. I'm really excited about that. It comes out beginning of September. And then October, the High Republic returns. So, and we'll get some of that in October and November. Um, so there's a lot of Star Wars books still happening. And it's going to be really, really exciting. And um, I'm really excited to have uh, a producer who's going to be here with me through all of it and uh, making sure that um that i'm okay yeah <laughs> and then i continue to do the show because i like to do it you know um that's important <laughs> so uh, i'm sure you'll be back well you'll definitely be back for the aftermath yes <laughs> coming back for the aftermath. oh i'm so looking forward to it <laughs> me too i am <laughs> I, I that that's gonna be this is gonna be a good conversation for the record just i'm I, I, i'm putting this down now you will not get me back for a for a Dawn of the Jedi episode. I yeah. I'm not revisiting yeah. that book. I know. That's okay. That's that was fair. one and done. I'm That's not going back. That's fair. Anymore. Everyone has those books where you read it and you're like, "Yep, that was a book." <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Again, this is technically another bonus episode. Uh, I've had a lot more bonus episodes come out between seasons than I honestly planned, but you know, I just I really wanted to do this. Um. I really felt like in the mood to talk about Star Wars books. And uh, luckily I have a star, a fellow Star Wars book fan, not only on my, on my podcasting team, but a very close to me uh, because I weird live in the same house. So it works out when I want to record. I just say, Hey, Hey, you want to record with me? This is our second podcast recording, not only this morning, but like in a row. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're having a great time and I hope you are too. So um, yeah, I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know 
what, when the next episodes are coming out, how often, when, what they'll be. We're figuring that out. Hopefully, there will be some very exciting guests on uh, on episodes that will be airing very soon. So look forward to that. Make sure, I mean, uh, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss those because I'm telling you, I didn't ever think that I would be as lucky as I am to uh, have the guests on that I may be having. So uh, it's a very exciting time in uh, in in the journey of Now This Is Lit, um, which I'm happy to say is continuing with more bonus episodes and then a season two. Yay. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, yeah, as you said, you know, getting to work on season two because I think, you know, we, we got a bunch of good ideas that we're working on that are in different stages mm-hmm. of development for episodes. And, you know, there's a lot of good book stuff that is coming out for the rest of the year. And I mean, even I, you know, probably at some point, either at the end of this year or the very beginning of next year, we might do some kind of, you know, not necessarily we, but I mean, like on the show, Mm -hmm. do some sort of retrospective. Like this year has just been a really great Star Wars book year. It has. So, yeah, and I have no doubt that that's going to continue. So there's a lot to look forward to, both in terms of, you know, the episodes that, you know, you'll be, we'll be putting out for, uh, you know, for all the new material, but Mm -hmm. then also, yeah, you know, looking back at things that, that already have come out in the past. So, yeah. Yeah. Season two is going to be, season two is going to be, going to be lit. It sure is. Yeah. We, we have some great ideas for the show um, coming to you. Some, some maybe less great ideas about uh, how often the show is going to come to you. Uh, I guess we'll talk about that some more. Yes. <sighs> Every other week just doesn't feel like enough. The people need the, the Star Wars book content. You're just, you're shaking your head. You just. Yeah. But that's an off mic conversation. I guess. Fine. Whatever. (laughs) I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I will, you'll be hearing from me again very soon uh, for reasons that I can't talk about yet because uh, things are happening. (sighs) Later.